Hey everyone out there, how's it going with you? Welcome to Screen Speak and welcome to a new year! It is a new year, my voice almost cracked a little bit, I'm so excited. It's 2023. So excited to be doing yet another year of the podcast with everybody here. So excited to keep this momentum going. Just keep the positive energy going for this podcast, for the new year, for everything, for all of it, okay? I think you understand. Welcome to ScreenSpeak. It is the podcast that is all about movies, life, and so much more. I'm Jordan Anderson. This is my podcast. And as always, if you haven't listened to the past 60-some-odd episodes, thank you for being here. Whether it's a first-time listener, existing listener, I don't really care. You're here, and that's what counts. For you first-time listeners out there, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and hit the follow button and the bell on whatever it is that you're listening to this on, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever your podcast preference is for however it is you're listening, I just want you to hit that follow button. Why? For two reasons. One, it helps build the following base that is ScreenSpeak, okay? So that's good for the podcast growth. And then the second reason why, more so for the bell, is so that you actually get notified when I post up new episodes. So then you're in the know for everything, you're not missing out, and you're going to be one of the first to hear this great new content that I have coming for you all. So that's why I want you to do that. Oh, what's that? What's that? I can't hear you. You like social media? I got you covered. There's Instagram and Facebook for this thing. Eventually, there could be other social media platforms. I'll give you that, but not yet. Right now, we're focusing on Instagram and Facebook right now. So if you want to get involved with the community of ScreenSpeak on there, talk about movies, talk about whatever you want, ask me any questions that you'd like, you can go ahead and do so on either Instagram or Facebook. And last thing I'll say is that if you want to reach out to my podcast for any sort of reason, whether it's a guest inquiry, uh, sponsorship opportunities, anything that you want to ask me about, you can contact the podcast's official email, which is just screenspeakpodcast at gmail.com. All this information is going to be in the description of this episode and most any episode going forward, uh, as well as past episodes. So be sure to go ahead and take a look at the episode description in case I talked a little too fast for you. But that's just because I wanted to get the plug stuff out of the way and get into the first uh, first new new content of the new year. So let's go ahead and do this. So first off, uh, before I just introduce what this episode is about, the guest and whatnot. Let's just talk about you for a second, screen speak, screen speaker. Can I call you that? I feel like I can call you that at this point, assuming that you've been here since the beginning. If not, I'm going to call you a screen speaker. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good New Year's. I hope that your Christmas was also good. If you don't celebrate Christmas, could be Hanukkah. I don't really know what you choose to celebrate, but whatever you did celebrate, I really honestly hope it went really, really well for you, your friends, your loved ones, etc. I think it's important to take that time during those holidays to reflect on what really counts, what's really important, and to look ahead into the new year optimistically and with hope uh, to hopefully just make it be the best year that you can have it be for your life. I don't know why that sounded so motivational just now, but I I guess I'm just in that mood, so I'm going to roll with it. Uh, This guest that I have on the podcast today. He has not been on actually since episode seven of ScreenSpeak, if you can believe it. This is episode 64. Just to double check myself, I'm scrolling up in my library here. Yeah, this is episode 64. So he hasn't been back since episode seven. Uh, trading calendars with him. You know, we were trading our schedules back and forth a lot, couldn't quite get the timing right. But now the time has come for Mr. Ryan King to be back on the podcast. Uh, He is my good friend, and he's also quite the basketball enthusiast, and I think if you're interested in basketball uh, or have any real, uh, well, I already said interest in basketball, but if you have interest beyond basketball uh, into sports movies and whatnot, I really think you'll be in a treat for this episode because him and I have a sit down in person and we talk about Adam Sandler's latest new Netflix film, uh, Hustle. Uh, which is still on Netflix. You can check it out. Um, I'll just get this out of the way. I really enjoyed the movie. Ryan enjoyed the movie as well. So this is going to be an overall positive episode, but Ryan and I have a pretty good banter back and forth. Uh, We kind of tell a couple of inside jokes between the two of us, but I'm sure you'll still enjoy hearing us have a laugh with each other because we are pretty old friends. Um, But then we also talk about some things I didn't quite expect, actually. Um, You know, I got into the subject of basketball a bit more than I was thinking I was going to. thought it was going to center more around the movie, but 
We talked about how Ryan has varsity coaching experience. Uh, talked about what he loves about the game, um, some of his thoughts on the overall sports. Uh, we talked about sports fans uh, that are in the NBA community as well as different uh, different sports like football and whatnot. A um, couple of things I I don't know. We just we, we just touched on a couple of really interesting subjects, and it just. It, it was a good time. It was a good conversation. Uh, so I'm looking forward to having you all hear that. Uh, but anyways, I'll stop this rambling introduction here, and I will let you just sit back, uh, kick back, maybe get a snack, grab a drink, whatever you want to do. Uh, but this is my conversation with my good friend, Mr. Ryan King. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you too. Uh, cheers. I, I know you don't have uh, you know an alcoholic beverage. You're what? What are you drinking? I'm drinking Prime. Prime. It's, uh, you know Jake and Logan Paul. Uh, I've, the name rings a bell, yeah, because yeah, like, Logan like, Paul's a YouTube guy, right? Yeah, and they're both kind of like douchier, like Disney Channel people. Jake Paul's come, the bad one. I didn't Lo- know they came from the Disney Channel. I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Okay. But uh, Logan Paul, the older one, he's cooler. He and uh, KSI, this YouTuber from the UK, uh, they are founders of Prime. And it's good. It tastes like a bomb pop. This one. Well, I was gonna say that the outside of the bottle kind of looks like a bomb pop. Now that you say it, yeah. So do and they it's sell only twenty calories and it tastes really good? Well, where do you where do you buy that? Target. Okay, That's I wasn't sure it. if like it was I like literally online. Thing. Buy them out like every single time I go there. Wow, I feel like I just gave a free advertisement for Prime. this episode is Prime not. Hydration. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is not sponsored by Prime, but hey. Uh, I'm trying to think. I talked to somebody actually about this a while ago. I think it actually was Adam where he was kind of like saying like, you know, would you have like any, are you open to any sponsorship? Like anybody wants to come and like you do like a read for them. Are you going to say no? I don't know if I'm in a position to really be choosy. (laughs) Right. I mean, right. It's like, I haven't really done it, Uh, but I guess if prime showed up, I mean, it looks good. I see it's got like a, a muscle on the side. It's got vitamin B. Yeah. What if you had like a Middle Eastern like oil company like reach out, <laughs> like the, just, like just like hello? Yeah, I, I, that's not a good. Uh, <laughs> that's not a good voice. Um, it's good to see you back. You, see you, you were. It's been a while since you've been, been on. I, I wasn't actually sure if I would get you back because you, you, I mean you're busy. Yeah, you know, like you you I actually do. do quite a bit. I think between just your day job. You do varsity coaching, I, I think, do. is the yeah. expression. Coaching basketball. Yep. yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you have a girlfriend. The beautiful uh, girlfriend. You yep. do. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, friends, family, yeah. a, a home. Yeah, every now and then I've got um, uh, free time, but yep. uh, it's few and far between between all the uh, things I got going on in life. Well, I appreciate you literally starting off the new year by, by talking about hustle. With new me. year? New me. (laughs) I gosh, uh, it's. I am curious how many people are gonna, you know, be new for a little bit. You know, dude, you were mentioning your wife is at the gym right now. I feel terrible for her. She's gym on the first. (laughs) Hey, but to be fair, we we go to the gym like five times a week. So. You know, you know, it's, I, it's like it, we're not like restarting from like I haven't worked out for like like two years and now I'm gonna get get back in the shape. I bet a week ago at this time there was probably like ten people in the gym right now. I bet she can't even get to a machine right now with how many people are probably. probably oh, I feel in like it. And I've already seen the ads for like you know restart on a high note here yeah. with one dollar down, like <laughs> yeah. just the that that no commitment. <laughs> No, no commitment, no worries, only gains and no pains. Or I, I don't, I don't know. I can't do a read for a for a gym. But, um, anyways, we're I, I had you back onto the podcast because we recently watched the movie Hustle. Yes, we with, did with the Sandman. The Sandman, Hubie. 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 Uh, let me make this perfectly clear for the screen speak audience here. 
don't ever watch the movie QB <laughs> Halloween. Okay. I'm actually like, we're, I think I'll just get this out of the way. I'm going to be saying a lot of good things about this movie. This yeah, is a movie that I, I was actually really surprised by and I enjoyed. Um, but yes, it did come from the same man that uh, came up with Hubie Halloween. It, I, you know, part of my prep for this, which was limited, but I did think about how many actors do you think are out there where they have such a like different like spectrum where like the top of their top of their acting game of the movies that they're in or produce are as good as Hustle. And then the bottom of the bottom, which I would consider like Hubie yeah. <laughs> being close to the bottom. Yep. How many <laughs> actors, producers, whoever in the movie industry have that much range in their work? Normally you have good actors who are in good films majority of their career and you know they have a good standard of work or you have the other end and they're pretty much stick there. Yeah. But then you got Hubie. Well, <laughs> got- the, the, the Sandman is, you know, Adam... Sandman. Look, look, I joke because Adam Sandler, for the bulk of his career, he is known for comedy. He does pepper in the occasional dramatic movie Mm -hmm. occasionally. Um, Truth be told, I don't actually know how many times he gets offered them. You know, I mean, really, if if you're being realistic, like I don't I don't know how many times he does get offers, because for all we know, he might have been getting dramatic offers for a while and he just chooses the comedy. Don't you think a guy of his stature at this point just I mean, like, he doesn't have to make another movie the rest of his life, right? No, he, he, could, he could just coast and he'd be fine. Yeah, don't you think he could um, just kind of sit around and then when he feels like, oh, hey, I feel like doing this or, uh, you know, I have an idea, let's try and make something happen, let's put it into action, you know, don't don't you think that's more his, uh, his speed where he can just pick, be a little more picky and choosy is what I'm trying to... I feel, yeah, no, I I feel like he definitely can. And also with Happy Madison uh, Productions mm-hmm. being his company, yeah. um, I'm sure he has a lot of control over just kind of what comedies he does. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, in this stage of his career, I mean, yeah, he does these movies like Hubie and he's done like the murder mystery like that, which a lot of people actually like that movie and they're making a sequel to it. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like he doesn't put a lot of pressure on himself for his projects. Like, I, I feel like there was a time maybe early in his career, like even comedy-wise, where he was probably being more selective about the roles or like more like purposeful about what types of roles he would do. But now, like, you sort of... It, it's almost a joke where, you know, he takes a bunch of his friends and, like, yeah. they just kind of <laughs> go have a laugh. And it's like, it feels very, like, just laid back and it's 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 them and they don't really care I, th- I think he's much. much more concerned with, like, having fun <clears throat> and doing stuff that he'll remember rather than like yeah. trying to uh, you know win an award you know what i mean no have you have you seen the cuz when uncut gems came out he he won it was it was either like a saturn award or like an independent spirit award or something like that did you see his acceptance no. speech no you should definitely see it. <laughs> it like it's it's great because like he does have some serious moments but like he's fully like acknowledging that i never am up for like stuff like yeah. this so the fact like like he's nominated like he like does his did, you know his sticky he, voice is like, <laughs> like did he the, come up in like shorts and a t-shirt too yeah. I, uh, no he actually looked he actually looked okay he wasn't um, wearing like because i know he actually normally wears like the, the baggy athletic shorts yeah. and the t-shirt and yeah. whatnot uh, but no I'll, I'll i'll insert a little bit of the audio of it hey thank you so much man that's really cool thanks thanks i love you guys thank you Thank you, man. I, I know you guys, I'll try to go quick. I, my speech is too long, so I'll try to breeze through it. And I love you. Just in case they cut me off, I love you to my wife and to my kids and I, my family, and I love you. Okay, I wrote a speech. Here we go real quick. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I stand before you trembling with thankful glee as I receive the so-called best actor trophy. Independently speaking, of course. <laughs> First off, it is a gr- it's great to see our host, Aubrey Plaza, again. Aubrey and I did a movie entitled Funny People 11 years ago. That was actually the last time critics pretended not to hate me for five fucking minutes. <laughs> Catch you in another 11 years, Aubrey. Okay. I'd like to also give a shout out to my fellow nominees, who will now and forever be known as the guys who lost to fucking Adam Sandler. <laughs> 
Let's let's just jump in. Let's, let's roll. just jump in and talk let's, about this movie. Let's tip this one off. Oh, that's oh. a basketball term, right? Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Sports. Yeah. Uh, I, sports ball. Sports ball, that other team are rats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't like them. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to start off our conversation on this by just actually talking about the sport of basketball before okay. we really even jump into the movie itself. You particularly, I'm asking because you really, I think, enjoy basketball. You could say that. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted you to kind of, you know, elaborate a little bit about like, why you like basketball like mm. you know do you still play it like do you just do like the fantasy sports betting stuff or the coaching like just kind of tell me you on basketball sure sure uh yes i still play uh i definitely do bet on basketball quite a bit still and i also coach basketball uh, i watch basketball i don't know i uh try and learn about basketball so i can be a better coach better player i don't know i just <clears throat> i find it very interesting uh it's almost I don't know. I I almost want to say it's kind of like an artwork. Like some people would study the different techniques of different artists or whatever, and that stuff bores me. But studying mm-hmm. the different aspects about basketball, like <coughs> I can't get enough of that shit. So I don't know. But I mean, I guess like what's your earliest memories with the sport? Earliest memories? Probably uh, like dunking on a little uh, like kitty hoop in in the house or like those nerf hoops that you hang from like doorways or <laughs> yeah. whatever like yeah, yeah that stuff i remember i remember going out in the driveway as a kid and playing my older brother and one-on-one basketball and uh the thing my mom always says is that we kept on playing like every night until he made me cry and then i'd come running why did, why did he make you cry because he like, he'd beat, beat yeah he'd beat me up yeah. like i mean not like you know, in a bad way, but like he wouldn't take it easy on me. I'd lose all the time because he's four years older <laughs> than me. And he probably had some height on you oh, as yeah. well. Height, probably 50 pounds at any given time and way more talented at the time. Not now. <laughs> at the time. Not now. <laughs> um, the, the, the table's turned. <laughs> yeah. And we'd play until I cried and then I'd <clears throat> run inside looking for sympathy. My parents wouldn't give me it. And then the next day we'd do it all over again. <laughs> so just r- rinse and repeat, build some resilience, That's you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you played in school, right? Yep. Like played, a little bit. Played all the way up through high school. And then okay. that first year after I graduated high school, I started coaching. Now, what did you play? Like, I, I know there's different positions in basketball. Yeah, it kind of depends um, on the guys around me. I was decently versatile. I wasn't really athletic, though. So, mm-hmm. like, I could handle the ball okay. So I was kind of a guard at times. But if I was playing with other guys who were smaller and quicker, then I'd play the big too because i could be physical and rebound i don't know kind of dependent on who i was playing with okay so you play through high school and then at what point does the coaching side of it come in uh that fall winter right after i graduated so that was 2017 fall and then i've been coaching ever since then the only break i really had was when covid first started Mm -hmm. i did not coach the beginning of that fall and winter um of 2020 and then into 2021 but how did the coaching opportunity come your way like like did you actively seek it or were you approached? yeah um i actually <clears throat> i coach at trinity and that's the middle school where i went to and when i was going into college i was interested in teaching so i did a student teacher uh like shadow opportunity whatever at trinity and that was during the fall of 2017. And then I got asked if I had any interest in coaching. And I said, heck, yeah, I really want to coach. And they gave me an opportunity. And now I've been there ever since. So now can can you kind of describe, like, the, how the, you know, a day in the life of, like, assistant coaching works? Because you are the assistant coach then? or Yeah, so I head coach for the fifth and sixth grade team. And then I assist on the seventh and eighth grade team. Okay, so, like, um, what is just what does that look like? You know, just coaching um i'd say you know honestly a lot of it for the fifth and sixth grade guys is not so so much like getting into very advanced basketball stuff it's more so working on the fundamentals and the mentality side of things so it's a it's can be kind of babysitting at times glorified babysitting right where you're trying to teach kids hey you need to always work hard be a good teammate, be a good, uh, you know, person to be around. And, uh, 
and then hopefully if you do a good job with them at fifth and sixth grade level then by the time they get to that seventh and eighth grade level they're ready to you know really take off and become better basketball players and so what is some of the mentality that is usually prescribed or like you try to instill on people toughness hard working um like cooperative or, or coachable um you know everybody including myself has room for improvement so you know being open to the, to hearing that um correction or coaching yep that's a really really big thing at our level and then i don't know i would the thing i always say is be be the guy that other people want to be around so mm-hmm. like we try and get these guys to be good people to each other too because you're i also say this sorry i'm pulling out all my coach coaching phrases here but uh, that's fine you're you're gonna be a a man a lot longer than you're gonna be a basketball player oh i like that yeah so trying to also coach them on how to be young men and growing up and be good people yeah what is it what is like the correlation like with sports in that because like i've seen you know my fair share of sports movies and you know especially like if there's ones that are centered around like a coach like i i'll pull one out as well and you know cite remember the titans yep uh great denzel washington movie but there's equal parts of shaping people versus like their athletic talent i mean like why do you think they correlate together um i just think there's a lot of lessons that happen naturally with sports where like in life as in sports you're not going to win every single game you're not going to win every single challenge in life so you need to learn how to deal with disappointment maybe even if you do give your all sometimes it's not enough right learning how to deal with that and still be able to move forward. Um, and then I'd say a big thing is, is working, working with other people. Um, you know, even if you have a job where you don't have to rely on anybody else for anything, I would bet you that you still have somebody else who's relying on you to finish your job, you know? Mm -hmm. And so just, trying to explain to those guys that you got people relying on you you're working in a team setting what you're doing is important that sort of thing yeah and i feel like with basketball i mean especially because there's there's other sports where you kind of i feel like have your moment in the spotlight and i'm sure you know basketball is no exception there's times where like you mm-hmm. you know you can make the tra- you know the trajectory of the whole game change sure. but you do have to i feel like work together very cohesively yeah. um, there has to be like kind of an understanding of that and i definitely expect it would go off the court as well yep um because otherwise you know some of those disciplines and things like that they they carry over into how well you care about the game i would expect yep so a lot of the stuff that we're <clears throat> dealing with um <clears throat> which i've already mentioned i won't repeat but uh carries over to the classroom too so you know mm-hmm. if, kid is misbehaving in the classroom and basketball is his outlet to you know have fun or or whatever you try and use that basketball opportunity as a chance to fix something else that even though it might not you know be specifically evident in basketball it might be more evident in the classroom Mm -hmm. but basketball is where you are are having the most success fixing it because that's you know what he's receptive to that's what he can relate to and how often do you work with like the head coach oh every every day yeah i mean like this it's like very does, does he come up with like the plays i mean like or do you do you have any input um, on that i think at the end of the day he's got to take the credit whether it's negative or positive on mm-hmm. on how the team does but that being said, it's very collaborative. I always feel like I'm being heard if I have something to bring up or if he, you know, asks for advice or opinions on something, you know, it's it's very open. We have a good relationship. Well, uh, I, I mean, I, I think I, I can say I can say his name. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's Coach Mueller. Yes, right? that's yeah. correct. Principal Mueller. Is principal. he still yes. principal? Principal, right? AD, and basketball coach. Yes. How does he juggle all that? Uh Man, I don't know because he still works out for like two hours every single day too. I was, you know, I was gonna say if you if you talk about that, I I think of two things. One, I think how here in the local news he had that story. Yeah. Uh, was that like last year where like he yeah. like showed like the he literally showed the camera like his journal like yeah. every day. He's like I even do it like on Christmas. He, yeah. he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then of course I, I think about the time at the gym uh, that I that I ran into him because I I, I I went to Trinity as well um, <laughs> way back in the day and I I was a 
I don't want to say a student because I, I never had his like head class, but like I, he was a gym teacher. He did gym stuff. Yeah. Um, I definitely was a shrimpy little shy kid. <laughs> I was not his material that he was looking for for sports. Um, but I ran into him at the gym and like, he's always super nice, mm-hmm. like super nice, very, very direct, has a lot of confidence. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blunt. yeah. And at the, I know at the time I was kind of just getting back into working out. I, I hadn't been doing it steady like I am now. And I was like lifting like baby weights mm-hmm. and like, he was just like, Hey, like, you know, Hey Jordan, like, how's it going? Like, uh, you're working out. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working out and like lifting my baby weights. <laughs> and he just, and he, like, just kind of like. He, like, eyeballed me, like, up and down. Like, I could tell, like, there was some judgment. And he's just like, well, he's like, you know, everybody's got to start somewhere. And then, like, right next to me, he starts just, like, freaking lifting, like, this huge bar. Just, like, yeah. getting after it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, like just, you're, like, in your 60s starts, or something. And you're yeah, he just, just starts ripping out these, these dude, I reps. mean, like. <laughs> Super at, heavy weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely have, like, PTSD coming. <laughs> like, I could feel the nom choppers, like, yeah. coming back. Or I was just like, oh, no, this is, like, it's, like, gym all over. I feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel emasculated. Yeah. But I that, no he he's he's a great guy yeah, yeah he's a great guy and I, I know he's he's shepherded dare I say like a lot of a lot of people mm-hmm. um, but let's 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 talk about let's talk about hustle and get more into let's, the basketball side let's defensive slide back into the movie I, I you know I actually want yeah well, this will be a <laughs> challenge this will be a challenge you can use a basketball <laughs> analogy to to transition between yeah. our subjects here yeah we're transitioning back on defense we're, okay we're going back to uh, so. Okay, so I, I appreciate kind of understanding more about like how you look at the the sport and the coaching mm-hmm. side of it and whatnot. Um, on the actual subject of the sport, though, I mean, do you have one that you follow more, whether whether it be NCAA, NBA? I mean, mm. is, is there much of a difference between the two? There is differences, or, or there are differences. Sorry. Um, okay, I I think I like NCAA basketball more, college basketball, because. There, you don't have as many, like, superstars, so it's more of a team game. It's mm-hmm. more fun to watch. But NBA is where you get to see the best of the best competing. I mean, it's, so, it's the elite. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of pick and choose what you want. I would guess that the average, like, basketball fan would probably say they like college basketball more. But I feel like I've heard, would, I've heard a similar thing be said for, like uh, – NFL and and uh, I was about to say NHL. <laughs> That's uh, hockey. Um, but there's NCAA for yep. uh, college football yep. as well. But I feel like I hear that consistently, like amongst fans, where it's like you feel like, and they, like in the college, there's more of like a fun to it because yeah. not everybody's like gunning for that NBA spot. Yeah. And then NBA, you know, is like top tier, serious. Like you know, hundreds of people want to be where you're at, yeah. like every every year. So. Yeah. Um, there's definitely that to it, but talking about, talking about the, this movie, the first aspect that I kind of wanted to jump into was actually the side of talent scouting. Cause mm-hmm. I actually thought that was something unique about the movie is that it is from the perspective of Adam Sandler's character, uh, Stanley Sugarman, who's a talent scout for the NBA. And I just didn't know if you know much about talent scouting or like kind of, you know, how that works. So, uh, all I would say is that, okay, so Adam Sandler in the movie was talent scouting to try and recruit talent, right? Yep. And so I haven't had experience in that sense, but I have had experience scouting uh, opponents that were going to play. So similar sort of thing where I'm watching a guy or a team play and trying to kind of nail down how good of a player is he, what tendencies does he have, you know, is he going to crumble under pressure? Is he going to let the emotions of the game get to him? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so much in the way that Adam Sandler and basketball scouts kind of check boxes and, and um, make notes, I'm, you know, had similar sort of things scouting for uh, opponents that we'd play. I did enjoy how like early on they have like this boardroom scene and like they're talking yep. about a prospect for the game and how he – says like play wise he's like yeah like the guy's fantastic but like he's he's always bitching at the refs or right. he shows up late to he, he said like an expression like he's late to like uh the like warm-ups or yeah. like tr- yeah. or practices mm-hmm. or something like that um do you think that's that, a big red flag <laughs> i was i was gonna say i yeah. would assume that is a big red flag because yeah. obviously that shows how seriously they care about yeah. the the sport 
uh, not the sorry, not the sport, but the team, like yeah. what they're doing. Uh, they're not very team oriented. That sounds selfish, yeah. uh, kind of. But I, I thought it was interesting, like that, like how they portrayed him doing town scouting because he it clearly like looked exhausting. Like, just going from, like, you know, plane to plane, hotel, hotel. He's, you know, they make joke with the, you know, this is where I like Adam Sandler's kind of charisma because he's eating all this garbage fast yeah. food. You know, yeah. and his wife's just like, seat. what are you doing to yourself? And he's like, you're killing yourself. He's like, that's the idea. Like, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Um, but it does seem like it would be taxing after a while. Yeah, just constantly being grinding for talent like that. Yeah, I think they did a good job of, uh, like, just the nature of how that, that scene or uh that collection of clips was made kind of shows that it's constant grind kind of rinse and repeat um and also you're not it was good at showing that you're not going to be like successful like every game that he was going to it wasn't like he was finding a star player like every and that's the reality right you're you're going through countless and countless games to try and find one or two guys to actually like continue yeah. putting effort forth towards because i was i was wondering about that like what the i'm sure there's data you know crunchers out there in the nba as well that they're like you know for every like you know thousand games you'll see one person that yeah. you know stands out uh, but i do actually wonder like how many games like the average scout probably has to like kind of go to and not only go to once but i'm sure they they probably have to follow up, oh, yeah. you know, kind of get to know their current coach, their situation, um, kind of like, you know, just how they approach the game. Like, what are their goals, their, their physical shape, their mental shape, everything like that. Um, so I, I really I really definitely enjoyed seeing that. And then kind of what I thought was interesting, too, is like, you know, when he does find um, – but or the, the cruise missile. Cruise missile. I, I I like that. Like that. That was kind of a fun banter back and forth, where like he just clearly doesn't, uh, you know, like the, the, the guy just like I I'm, I like, like the cruise stupid. missile. That yeah. is stupid. But like Adam Sandler like, makes it like he's yeah. playful. He makes it fun. Uh, my wife just walked in. She's here. Oh, hello. Um, we were just saying, uh, Isola, do you want to you want to join the podcast for a second? We were just saying how like you're. It's kind of funny that you're going to the gym on the first day of the new year. Like, cause are you trying to change your life? You know, yeah. get get back into it. I'm just trying to keep the change were, going. Were there a lot of people there that you don't recognize? There were. Yeah, I've. <laughs> they're, they're changing their lives. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I'm trying to just keep the change. See if they're there next week. <laughs> um. But but sorry, going back to uh, to to the cruise missile, cruise missile. Um, I do wonder like how often there is just like pure raw talent that's out there in the sport. Yeah, I mean, I like, have you ever like watched a player and just been like, they just they got it. Like, yeah, they got it down. Yeah, I mean, it's totally like no two players are the same, right? So it, you can find comparisons to people, but I mean, yeah, there's. There's talent everywhere. It's just trying to trying to decipher if uh, you know. In Adam Sandler's case, it's like if it's worth a follow up, and then mm-hmm. from there, if you have the follow up, and then like the one dude said he was like 22 years old and he looks like he's 35. <laughs> now you said he's like, a real NBA player. Yeah, he right? is. That was Boban. Oh. <laughs> I, I did enjoy like that was one of the first scenes. Like he's like <laughs> checking kid. out this guy. I was like, man, it's like this guy's gonna kill it. But how old are you? He's like, I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> and then his kid walks out, who's like six feet five, probably, and he's uh, like, like, oh yeah, is that your kid? He's like, yeah. He's like, how old is he? Like 12. <laughs> yeah, I'm <just laughs> like, like uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help but be reminded of his birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? Sorry. Is he on your roster? Oh uh, yeah, of course he is. Uh, he wasn't feeling well earlier, so I couldn't play him. I mean, Tommy and Sequel. This guy's fifty. He's got a mustache. Not according to birth certificate. He's got documentation. <laughs> uh, but but I I'm I'm curious. Ryan, like let, let's me. put let's let's put you in the talent scout seat. Okay, okay. You you eventually are taking your your eye for basketball on the road. Okay, and you find somebody. Now I'm sure, obviously the circumstances vary between you know where the player's from, how what their skill set is, and whatnot. But like, wh- how how do you go about shaping 
like talent besides like a training montage because of course you, you have to have the training montage to get them in shape physically yeah um uh I, it kind of depends if you're looking for like a, a specific like position or something yeah, that might kind of give you some filters on who to look for but if it's just general looking for talent i think you start out by trying to find the guys who check the boxes who are most important to you so like for most coaches that would probably be something along the lines of like hardworking, <clears throat> positive body language um what's positive what does that mean positive body language so like if you have it's natural to feel the emotions of the game like whether a good thing happens or a bad thing happens right yeah but um using those emotions in a positive way and not a negative way so like if a bad play happens the body language needs to be all right, like, here we go, get the next one sort of thing, like, move on. Not like, oh, dang it, why did I do that? Why did my teammate do that? Sort yeah, because you, you have to, I mean, I know uh, Sandler, he, he cites it at one point. He's like, when you're out on that court, he's like, you have to believe yeah. that you are the best. Yeah. And, like, as well, cliche and think, as that sounds, he's like, like, you just, you have to be confident. I think he says somewhere in the movie, too, where it's <clears> like, once he's, once you're out there, like, there's nobody else out there protecting you or doing anything for you like mm -hmm. like you're on your own and that's totally true yeah I, I like i did enjoy the moments uh again where he's kind of adding his sandman charm where you know uh bo cruz he clearly gets like upset when like people kind of you know give him shit on the court or mm -hmm. like they're teasing him and he's like you have to be like an iceberg out there your mom's a whore what 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 was that just said some words that's it he's not cool man Hey, what are you still standing here for? Let's go. You know what's not cool? A grown man letting another grown man hurt his feelings. Players are going to try to get in your head every time you step on the court. You got to be an iceberg out there, all floating around and sharp and taking down ships. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, just, it goes in yeah. one ear and it goes out the other. Yeah. He's like, him, like, he's like, your mo mother's a whore. Yeah. Like, what? What? <laughs> what did you say? And, and he's like, oh. And then he like learns how to like say something in like Spanish or, or whatever, <laughs> wherever you found him from. Yeah, yeah um, I, I I definitely enjoyed that. Hit me with a question. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me ask you another question. Yeah. Uh, you follow the sport basketball, of course. Yes, sports. Bo, Bo Cruz, he goes viral. Yes, a couple times. Have you ever seen people in the sport go? Viral. I mean, I don't know yeah. how involved on like you know TikToks and stuff like no. that. No, yeah, it definitely happens. Um, like, there's a the big one that I can relate to right now is that there's this uh, French guy who's probably like seven foot three, super athletic, has a really good handle on the ball. His name is like Victor Wembanyama, um, and he's like the next like prodigy sort of thing like he's gonna be the number one pick in the nba draft when it rolls around here when uh, is the nba draft like when do they do it um it'd be like in the summer sometime um because the season ends uh like may june time frame and is that thing that they put in the movie like the complex or combine co combine is yep. that that's a real thing yep. i assume yep so that's uh that's like a event <clears throat> put on for some of the top NBA prospects that uh, just like measures some of their uh, credentials, like their athleticism, uh, their shooting ability, ball handling, passing. Just yeah. it's like different events to try and get a gauge for how good some of the guys are. Holy crap! The heck was that? Is that you? No, I don't think so. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Oh, well, what, what did you what did you drop? I what was that? Drop your keys. Drop, drop that your was keys. really loud on the mic. That scared me. No, I mean they're good mics. They 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 pick up they pick yeah. up a lot. They can I haven't sense, been they can picking up fear. all the farts that I've been at, but what? All, all oh. the farts? Yeah. What are you, five? It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, no, I, I I really did enjoy the moment because um, there's a couple montages or you mm -hmm. know, training montages in this movie, but I Those did enjoy cool. where he's not, he's not really quite getting anywhere with like the kind of like not auditions, but like he's been viewed a couple times by like some mm -hmm. of the other NBA people, and he gets like he's had staged. tough games. Had a couple tough games and like yeah. a stage fry and stuff. But I like the the scene where like uh, Sandler's daughter is uh, getting, you know, she's like a film major, so she yeah. like knows how to like kind of film stuff and like yeah. make it look good. And they have that moment where he's they come up with the Bo Cruz challenge. Yeah. I that 
that scene in particular, it's like I just love the energy of it. Yeah. Like and it's so well shot. It I, I, I feel like there's like I mean, again, I'm no I'm no expert on this particular subject, but like shooting sports I feel like is a difficult thing in movies to like yeah. get it right, to like make sure you're capturing everything and make it's it. It's very look... difficult. Yeah. And, and I I will say yes, it was very good in, in this movie. The only shot or shots in the movie that I really didn't like mm. were the ones where they would like zoom in on either Kermit or <laughs> I, I love or, Kermit or Cruz, and it was like the camera was like right up in their grill. It's like, like, it's like a POV shot, kinda, yeah, almost. Yeah, and it was just I don't know. It wasn't. That now that's very Anthony realistic. Edwards. Is that who yeah. that is? Yeah, because he's a real NBA player. Yeah, right? he's very good. He plays in Minnesota. I have a fun fact about Anthony Edwards. Actually, you mean so Kermit? Kermit. Yes, <laughs> I have a fun fact about Kermit that I. This was like the one thing I wanted to bring into this episode here. Oh yeah, yeah, go for it. So there was actually, so Kermit is a very very good player in the NBA. Okay. And Bowl Cruz is. He's in okay. the NBA, he is. isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. okay. Yeah. I, um and like nowhere near the level of Mr. Kermit. Okay. <laughs> and apparently when the writers were pitching this thing and they got uh Anthony Edwards to play, apparently they had a scene written up where Mr. Cruz dunks on top of Kermit. Oh. And Anthony Edwards is like, No, <laughs> I'm not oh, doing like, it. Oh, like yeah. that can't be in the yeah. I can't have that in the script. <laughs> yeah. It's like you need to get that out of there. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh my gosh, so. that's funny. Oh, cause I, I mean, there is probably like, it's like, it's one thing to like, you know, lend authenticity to the movie and, and to be in it, but you know, you got an image. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. You know, someone could see that and, and probably think. Well, and I think this movie did a really good job and it was kind of like almost made for people like me that really enjoy the X's and O's of basketball. Yeah. And the people who are like that would totally know that that's Anthony Edwards and Anthony Edwards getting dunked on is not, like not that, a good that look. Ain't for happen. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. it's just not probably not a good look for him, like you said. Yeah. I think that's another thing I, I really loved about this movie is <clears throat> I kind of touched on it very, I think very briefly on my last episode, the best and worst of 2022, because this is one of my best movies of, of mm -hmm. last year. I could say that now. Um, I just really felt like it was a true love letter to the sport of basketball. Yeah. I mean... I've, I'm sure, like, you could say that about, like, other sports movies, but, like, I just, this is such a feel-good movie, and I know, like, there's elements in the movie that have been done, like, a thousand times before, but between, like, just the direction of it and the pacing of the movie, like, I never felt like there was, like, really a dull moment. Um, I like that everything was just kind of having a positive vibe, even, like, when bad yeah. stuff was happening, it's, like, it's... There's no like real super dark side to the movie. Like it's yeah. just kind of showing. There's the, no the uncut grind. gems. It just kind of shows the grind to like how hard you have to bust your ass to mm -hmm. to be successful at something. And 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 I love that part in the movie. Uh, that scene where kind of Sandler's giving his his speech of on like, are you obsessed? I fly home tomorrow. Is that what you want to do? You come all this way, have one bad day, and you're ready to back down. No, but they suck. Do you love this game? I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it right in our face. I love this game. I live this game. And there's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession's going to be talent every time. You got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? Is it all you ever think about? Let's face it, it's you against you out there. When you walk on that court, you have to think I am the best guy out there. I don't care if LeBron's playing. So let me ask you again. Do you love this game? Yes. Is there a newborn kitten purring in here right now? I couldn't hear you. Do you want to be in the NBA? Yes! Well, let's make that happen. Like, I kind of get goosebumps with that, because, I, I mean, everybody loves a good kind of pump-up scene mm -hmm. like that, but I felt like that's got to be super true in, a, in such a competitive environment of, like, trying to get to the, to the national stage. Yeah. 
Um, so you probably do have to like literally just like have such rigid discipline mm-hmm. to, to get there. Cause you're competing against other people that, yeah. Yeah. Have that discipline. And so. again, I, I really appreciate it. And I, I love the end credits where they showed like down to like the background people being involved with like the NBA, mm-hmm. you know, they got Mark Cuban in there. They have, uh, oh, they had so I, many I mean, they had tons of tons yeah. of people. They had Dr. Was it Dr. J? Was yeah. Dr. The, J. Doc um, Rivers was good. Yeah, like yeah. And, like they have all these things, and I just so many parts of it. Like it, it kind of just felt so it felt so authentic and real. And I just I I have to imagine for like you because there was a couple times I, I couldn't help but smile when we were watching it, where Ryan's just like, "Ooh, I know that guy. Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." Know. They they had quite a few cameos in there. That was really really cool. And did you see? I guess from your perspective, because you know you watch the sport like. You know, I know you talked about how like no one's gonna dunk on on Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards, but like, did you see like the other like shots of basketball, like how it was played? Like, did you feel like yeah, like that, like they got like some good ball players that like they're capturing here? And yeah, I'd say it was pretty realistic. Um, it was. There are little like finite details that I don't know are just kind of like for production, mm-hmm. but. So, but I can't speak enough about how like this movie limited those so much more than like, like, do you remember that stupid Disney basketball movie that was, um, I don't, I can't even think of the name of the movie, but it's like literally one of the worst sports scenes of all time. I'll have to like show it to you and pull it up. Maybe yeah. You can show yeah. It. I was going to say after, after the podcast, you yeah, can, you can this, show it to me. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> night and day contrast, like hustle is very realistic and everything. And then this movie yeah. that I'm thinking of the clip, the girl has the ball like at the top of the key and then just like starts rocking her feet like back and <laughs> forth. And then like just kind of throws her head one direction and the defender like, whoa, <laughs> like jumps out of the way. And then, yeah, I know it's just really bad. I'll have to pull it up for you, but but uh, I just very I, very realistic. Well I, I just again I can't I can't understate this enough, man. Like I just I felt the passion come through. Yeah. Like and I I think from that's, the Sandman from well yeah like I the Sandman which uh, he's actually like a really big basketball guy. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like I think he follows it a lot. Yeah. He plays still. Yeah, and like he I've heard he's actually not like yeah. like terrible. Yeah. I mean, he's I know he's like in his fifties now. Yeah, he's probably in a not, men's league or whatever. But yeah. But I, I just I love seeing people get behind something that like they care about so much. Yeah, they're that, passionate about. Yeah, like because there's just there's really nothing to me, man, that speaks kind of louder than passion sometimes, especially in movies. And I I just smile. I found myself smiling a lot of times in this movie because I see the effort on display from like behind the camera to the real athletes they got to the authenticity that they kind of lended behind the scenes for yeah. it as well, for like how kind of these conversations that happen behind closed doors, um, some of the politics even of basketball. I thought that was really interesting. Jordan, are you going to start crying on me? Are you, are you no. moved by this movie? No, I'm not moved by it, man. I just, <laughs> I, 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 gen, I genuinely just really appreciated seeing a movie that it's, it's sending a love letter to the fans that like show up and support it. And it's telling a good story. Yep. It's, you know, you could say it's predictable. And it wasn't corny. No, but I know. Yeah. I never found, you know, derivative. Sure. But I just think between Adam Sandler, the, the production and how well they shot the actual sports. I mean, like there's, there's some stuff like it, it gets done to death because it works. Yeah. And if you get a really good team of people to, to make something like this work, that's great. And the last thing I'll say about that is like, just to me, I mean, we, we joked earlier, like sports ball and, and me not giving a crap about <laughs> the world of sports, but I can enjoy something like this because, you know, there's universal, elements in like a story like even in sports you know everybody likes an underdog story like everybody likes seeing hard work pay off yep. and what it and what discipline um you know and just kind of overcoming obstacles like that like what kind of, what that can do for you um and then also like just kind of the community of it all like I, I really enjoyed seeing that too like all the the basketball people that have been in it for a while even like the older guys like mm-hmm. they all kind of still know each other the, the agents kind of look out for each other like there's this yes, there's definitely kind of a family vibe there yeah and i i just i i really never really kind of thought 
about basketball the way I had, you know, honestly, until watching this movie. Like, it, it just kind of made me view the sport in a different lens. And I, I really feel like the next time I watch basketball, I'm probably going to appreciate it. And, you know, maybe even like, maybe even cheer just, just a Ooh, little bit, man. you know, just a little, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a team, man, but those fans wearing those other colors. I hate <laughs> those guys, man. I, I can't stand them. Yeah. Like, where do they come from? Like Tennessee? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. I want to, I want to jump back. I want to talk more about Adam Sandler. Okay. Hit me. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, just overall. I mean, I know we talked about him a little bit, like how he's mostly comedy and stuff, but like you like most of his movies. You don't. He's Hubie. Um, I think he's got some really good classics, but uh, I mean, he's clearly a talented actor, but uh, when I think talented actor, I don't think Adam Sandler. You know what you I don't, mean? You don't think that? No. I, I think of like, I don't know, like the Al Pacino's of the world or like the heavy hitters, the, the Brando's. It, yes. That kind like, of thing. Yes. I don't, I don't think Adam Sandler's in that category, you know, I think he's really been pushing his career though in the last couple of years. Yeah. Like I, I think Uncut gems and hustle, I'd say were big steps in the right direction. The murder mystery <clears throat> also. Yes. Um, it's like, it has some of those dumb Adam Sandler moments in like that movie, but still like an overall see, better movie. Like I mentioned earlier though, the problem with the Sandman is that for every hustle, there's also a Hubie <laughs> Halloween. I still like, I have to imagine. And I, I don't know if it's just like they shot it beforehand, but if you, if you realize uncut gems came out and then literally the following year was Hubie <laughs> and I, I want to. I want to hope that that was maybe shot like beforehand, and yeah. like maybe they're just like they're just like dumping it out there because we, yeah. need, we need to get it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It 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 feels like that sometimes. Yeah. You, like you get a couple like real gems, even comedy gems, and then it's like five, just like you know, ridiculous six, and like the 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 do over or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He has he has, has honestly a, a bunch of them. I I haven't really gotten behind and seen. Um, but I do like him uh, yeah. quite a bit. And I, I actually really felt like his performance in this was like just the right amount of you still kind of have his comedic sensibilities. Mm-hmm. But then he has like the serious moments where like, he's talking about yeah. how he, he blew his opportunity um, yep. like in like in the car crash. Like I, I like the I like the scene where like he's like literally kind of betting it all on Bo Cruz mm-hmm. and like he's on the phone just like like screaming yeah. at people like I've been in this business for like 30 years and I'm just like getting yeah. the shaft. Like I, th- I thought he was like, he was good. Yeah. Like he, he was, was really good. good, was in this good and, like, him. I would love yeah. to see him do more movies like this. I agree. Um, but well at the, said. now at the same time though, Hubie, let's, let, let's be real. I don't know why. We, I don't know why we <laughs> keep going back to Hubie, but I know you and I, like we have like that old YouTube video of like us watching was like, like grownups too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As bad as some of those things can be, right? Like you got to admit, like there is a bit of enjoyment that can be found from a bad, a bad Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Yeah, even Grown Ups Two had its moments. Did you see? Um, I don't know if like if you follow him on social media and whatnot, but you, do you know he's on tour right now? I did not. So he's been going on tour, like he's been like performing like stage music, like doing some stand up, but it's like mostly like performative art because mm-hmm. that's he even on SNL when he did that he would like do like the Hanukkah song and and stuff like that. But if you had the opportunity to go see him, would you do it? Mm, I don't know. It depends on how expensive the tickets are. <laughs> okay, what if it's like like a hundred bucks? No, probably not. Probably Sam, not. The Sandman's not worth a hundred hundred buckaroos. <sighs> I don't think so. Okay, what about fifty bucks? maybe okay 50 okay 50 bucks and and you have like i don't know front row seat dude i love iowa basketball and i can get iowa basketball tickets right now for like 20 bucks (laughs) so okay okay it says 20 dollars 20 dollars to go see the sandman yeah i'll be honest man like i i i like him a lot i've seen some clips of his performances that he's been doing on tour i would probably pay like i'd pay like 7500 bucks yeah if it if i had like a good enough spot like it wasn't in the nosebleeds i, I would I, I could do it okay so I, a couple couple more topics here yeah, and then me. uh we'll we'll wrap this up i noticed in the movie earlier on they kind of had this joke uh how they say, uh, talk shit but also love the city of philly Oh yeah. What's with the reputation of that? Like, uh, do, like, do you dude, know Philly fans are just like complete douchebags? But, but, I stand but, by that. But why? Uh, why? They're very very passionate, but uh-huh. they also are like 
I mean, like literally, every, every fan base has its bad apples. Um, Philly just has a lot of apples. And I thought they had a lot of like cheesesteak. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> but like, there have been instances of them, like, like uh, Minnesota Vikings played a football game in Philly a couple years ago, a playoff game, and Minnesota fans were like getting like beat up, like at the state like outside the stadium and stuff and like sort sort of things like that and then just like being complete douchebags on message boards and like completely disrespectful and there's there's also some sort of complex where philly is for the most part they always have really really good competitive teams in like all four of their major sports that they have there right right but for the most part, I mean, this has changed a little bit recently. For the most part, their teams haven't been, like, super successful for a while. And so there's still some old heads that are living back in the days when their teams were really successful and they can't move past that. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Just, like, I don't know what to compare to. You know, like, Cowboy fans, how they – like well, were thought, really good like in the 80s but they haven't been good recently yeah yeah S- same sort of thing with some of the philly sports i don't know why like when i thought like professional sports and bad fan bases i thought of like the oakland raiders like because I, I always heard like raider fans like had like a shitty raider raiders fans uh like just where the raiders played there for a while it was kind of like a tough neighborhood so they kind of had like yeah, I don't know. Kind of actually, they're t- not the t- they're not the Oakland Raiders anymore, right? Like, didn't they? They're change? the Las Vegas Raiders now. That's so I strange. Guess. Yeah, but like, d- you remember like the Detroit Pistons uh, yeah. a while ago were like tough, gritty, like yep. dirty blue collar sort of thing. Like that that was kind of similar to Philly, but I don't think the Detroit fans were like as disrespectful, right? Doing that as what? Uh, now, where would be like a. Like, like, is is there such a place that has like a really good base of like fans, like you know, like a really solid community where they back the team and they're respectful, <laughs> or is that is that not? Um, it's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to look like below the top tier of teams. So like Philly, for the most part, is going to be one of the top tier teams in most of their sports. Same with like Boston and LA have really successful sports pretty consistently. Right. So, like, if you look at Kansas City is one that's close to us, or, like, uh, I'm trying to think. I've got too many sports going on in my head right now. Like, Kansas City is the one that's closest to us that I would relate to. Like, Minnesota, I would say, are pretty, like, passionate about their sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, Green Bay Packers, I would say, are pretty passionate about their sports. But they even have a little bit of a complex because they were so successful so early into the NFL. Yeah. Um, but like Kansas city in particular, they've, they've never had like a long streak of being good. The chiefs now are starting to be good. And the Royals won a world series a few years ago. Since then, they've not been as good, but they've been pretty, very, very passionate the whole time. They haven't really like wavered mm, too much. Right. And so, I don't know. I, that's, yeah, that's what I'd go with. Okay. I got, Got two more things quick. Kay. Just two more things, and, and then and then we're done. Okay. Yeah, and then I can do things too. Y- okay. Uh, y- y- to, y- to you, uh, t- t- what? Hubie. <laughs> it's getting weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hit, hit me. What you got? This is a feel good movie. Yep. I, w- I would argue, like, like this, this is a totally movie agree. that like it's positive, it's uplifting. Um, sadly, though, it's a freaking streaming title, so I can't <laughs> I can't physically own it. Yeah. Which I have some issues with that, and it's actually I have a future episode coming out where I'm gonna kind of like really go in depth on my full thoughts on streaming. It's not all bad, but well, I, a movie like this I would love to actually purchase. Jordan, like, physical media is dying. It's how much did that hurt to hear that? So how much time you got? <laughs> the, 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 yeah. re, the reason I ask, man, because yeah. I'm like I, I I can go to bat yeah. on, on this subject, and I, I you got a no, girlfriend no, who I, wants some food. Yeah, so. no, I I. I will always be partial towards like having the physical copy of stuff and, and cause like just on face value, like, okay, what if your internet goes down or like, what if, uh, okay. Like Netflix, they change their titles like all the time. Right. Yeah. It's not like 
Just I literally had just had a conversation today and like someone was telling me, they're like, oh, I, I watched this movie because Netflix was going to take it down. Like at, at yeah. the thing, I'm like, hmm, that's yeah. not really a problem if you actually, actually own, own it. it. Yeah, right. Um, no, I just, I, it, it bums me out with a movie like this because this is something I would like to be able to purchase. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having it on the shelf because a movie like Hustle, I think, is really rewatchable. Yeah, like I, I would it's, agree. I've seen it now twice. I'd honestly watch it again because it, it's, it's just that good. Is it a Netflix exclusive? It is. Okay. Yeah. So, like, really, you're at the mercy of whether or not they have it on their. Yeah, and on their and site. only every once in a while I've seen do they actually make a physical release. Yeah. But then they don't even always do it like in 4K, which I'm not saying this has to be. But uh-huh. there's some really good camera work. You're pretty needy, aren't you? I like my. I'm. I'm a, I. I got a. You're a connoisseur of movies. I. You're. you're I like good picture. You're in the category that. I like good. You, you're allowed to like 4K. I feel like I could. Yeah. yeah. And, and do. Yeah. Um, okay. But the, the, the last two things I was going to ask is, one, this is a feel-good movie. I'm curious, what are some of your, like, go-to feel-good movies? <sighs> good question, Jordan Anderson. Really good Thanks, question. Thanks, Ryan King. Um, mm, okay. I really like, this isn't a sports movie, but I really like The Martian. Okay. That is a feel-good movie in a yeah. way. He <clears> stranded <throat> out there, very tough situation, makes it back, you know, good, good We have story. We have an old YouTube video on, do on that as well. It um, goes against Never Back Down. <laughs> that's right. What a combination. Um, like as far movie. as, like, sports movies go... <clears throat> doesn't uh, have, I mean, it doesn't have to be a sports movie, but well, it could. I'm trying to think of one. Like, Glory Road is a really good one. That was about, like, uh, a whole like racial stuff going on like in the 1950s kind of um, like remember the titans because they have racial various, tensions going yeah on there i'd say too. remember the titans is a is also a feel good um i'm trying to think uh like the do you, have you ever seen the rookie oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 own, I own it yeah Phys- I, Phys- physical physical media. media don't have to yeah. wait on netflix for that one though i don't think they have a blu-ray for it. i just got the dvd gotcha that, I'd it's say a that's movie. a good one. Yeah, that's a true story too. Yeah, uh, you know, Sophie's Choice is just a really. Good <laughs> you have not seen. Yeah, Sophie's I have not. Choice. I have not seen. Just Sophie's like you haven't seen Birdman either. I have not. No, Birdman sucks. Um, one one of these days, I'm going to strap you down. I'm going to oh, force dude. you to watch Birdman, and you're going to come on here. We're going to talk dude, about it. Feel good story. Yeah. Uncut gems. <laughs> it, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally. It kidding. is feel good if you want to feel the rush of adrenaline when you win off gambling, yeah. followed immediately after by the crushing anxiety yeah. of all the lies I have to tell my family. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I that that's what I'd go with. Okay, I gotta try to think of a couple myself. Uh, you know, sports movies wise, if I'm gonna go. Oh, down, dude, but, sorry. Uh, one of my yeah. favorites, Cinderella Man. That is an underrated movie. Yeah. Feel good. It's got Paul Giamatti in it, too. Um, totally, like, just a different time in sports, too. Yeah. To me, like, it's actually, like, like even harder. Like, the living situations and, like, how mm-hmm. they train. Just totally, totally different sport. But that is a good movie. <clears throat> um, if I'm going sports movies, off the top, I do think of Rudy. Um, I haven't seen Rudy in a long, long time. It's a good movie. Um, and it's got a great score uh, as well. I think it's Jerry Jerry Goldsmith uh, that does that one. Um, I really like that. Um, trying to think of like just other random ones. There, the movie Chef. I always actually like really go to that one because that's just like a, a more recent one, and that's kind of like a love letter to just chefs and cooking. Um, actually, kind of a similar vein to Hustle, where it's just like it is kind of about like a an underdog kind of getting their footing and and rediscovering themselves. Um, I really enjoyed that. Uh, let me give you one more here, and then I'll ask you my last question. Okay. Uh, let me see. Help me out here. If you got one, just, just throw it in. Um, hmm. What the hell? It's like Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings? Yeah, you ever seen, seen that? that? Like the, mm-hmm. the bobsled, Jamaican bobsled movie oh, with John yeah, Candy? Yeah, I think I have seen that it's an a older long one. time ago. It's an yeah. older one, but I, 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 that's, that's a feel-good one. That's a good one. Um, Okay, I got I got one last question last for you. Question. I, I've, I've actually Maybe. never asked anybody this question before, Ooh. so I'm, I'm kind of starting off uh, 2023 on a, on a different new note year, for this. New year, new you. Well, I'm thinking this this could be a recurring question. Okay, dare I say? Okay, you ready for Hit it? Hit me, Mr. King. How does the screen speak to you? <laughs> no, like oh, how man. how do movies okay. speak? How do movies? Yeah. You know, no, I got like, you. What, what are your, for. How, how do movies speak to you? Um. 
I think I think I've always been more of a visual learner. So like books, while they provide more detail, haven't really done it for me because I, I just I like seeing stuff, right? And so I lean more towards movies, all other things being equal. And I don't know, I just think it's cool when like a story or it could be something that you imagined or, or I mean story that you've never even heard before gets put into picture in a way that is I don't know how else to say it besides it's pleasant like it's accurate mm-hmm. and <clears throat> well done and I don't know it's just it's kind of cool to to see that stuff when it's done right yeah. I mean yeah when I'm when a movie's bad, like when we're watching, you know, Transformers last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, see, that's kind of a tough example, too, because that's actually a really, really well but, shot movie. But you need the bad but, movies. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, you, you really do. You got to sometimes watch like a really perfect example movie. of a movie that is really, really good in some areas mm. and really, really bad <laughs> in other aspects. Which one? So, the, the Last Night? Yeah. Yeah, because... Like, really, the, really well shot. Yeah, because the production value behind it, like, it's high. Like, there's some yeah. really good things happening production-wise. Yeah. But but that's about it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Well, look, I, I, I was really happy to have you come on here. Um, I was actually really happy to be able to pick your brain about basketball because I know how much you actually love it. Yeah, um, this you know, is a really, all, really good all one. All jokes dude. aside, but um, I, I, I'm glad that you enjoyed this movie. You know, um, I'd, sure, I'd certainly recommend it to other people. But, uh, yeah, till till we talk again, obviously yeah. you're welcome back here anytime. Yeah, but. I guess now we have to do a more Hubie Halloween movie next since we go good, bad movie, good, bad. Good bad, good bad. So like we, you want to talk about a dumpster yeah, fire, we'll on, a dumpster on, the next, fire next. on the next podcast? Yeah. yeah. Well, you could pick the movie. I mean, I picked this. Okay. You know, because yep. I knew you love basketball. I'm like, like he's yeah. gonna like this movie. Okay. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on. You put oh, it we're, there, shaking, you we're shaking son hands. Son of a gun. Got a good. Oh yeah, let's break. <laughs> okay. All right, that's weird. All right. <laughs> See you, buddy. Goodbye.